Welcome to Live, Love, Laugh with Asia Frazier, brought to you by Reach For It. Today on Live, Love, Laugh, we will grasp how Sasha Marie gets a spotlight backstage. She shares her love for costume design and also how she juggles doing set design as well. Welcome to Live, Love, Laugh. I'm your host, Asia Frazier, and today I will be reaching into the core of Miss Sesha Marie. This broadcast is brought to you by Reach For It, where persistence is key. Before we jump into the heart of the questions, I want to know, how are you living? Which basically means, how are you feeling today? Oh, I'm feeling pretty good, actually. I got my nails painted all rainbow. I got to take a little walk this morning, so we're living our best life. <laughs> thrive, thrive, yes. Okay. And who or what are you loving? I'm currently loving all of my friends from around the country who I'm not able to see right now due to distance and traveling issues and my uh, parents and their cats that I've been able to hang out with and spend more time. (laughs) So that's been nice. That is super sweet. Okay. And what made you smell today or just in general? The... uh, fact that my mom's cat, who has been pretty skittish for the past week, uh, finally came up to me and let me pet her for the first time. And that was a really nice moment. Yes, yes. Okay, we're, we're going to jump right into it. So when did your love for fashion arrive? It's pretty much always been there. I uh, remember in middle school, my mom got me in this arts program that one of the uh, summer arts program and we spent an entire week on rendering fashion uh, styles and dresses and everything. And from that, I realized how much I liked not only dressing up myself, but the idea of dressing up other people. And that's really where it blew up for me was the realization that, oh, I can draw people and I can make them look pretty cool. Right, right. Okay, at what moment did you decide I want to pursue a career? costume design? It's been an ongoing discussion with myself because I, for the longest time, didn't really believe that I could make money with the arts or through the the avenues that I wanted to, like costume design or even freelancing. But I've been really lucky to, within the last couple of years, have a good group of support, uh, not only with my parents, but with the bosses that I've worked with who they like to foster my creativity and my branding myself as an artist. And that's really through other people. I started to believe in myself a bit more. <laughs> that, is, that is amazing. And I'm glad you have that support because that is most definitely necessary to keep going. And I'm not saying it's impossible without support. That's not at all, but it most definitely helps. And it's a good thing to have. So. That being said, I know that you are basically backstage most of the time. So is there any other backstage things that you do? I'm actually a stage manager and I design, my school was a scenographic school, which means they had you design every element of a production. So (laughs) I've been a stage manager for about eight years and then I've 
been a lighting designer uh, for different shows and then a sound designer one time and then costume designer and I did a two classes on uh, set design. So I really, that's one of the things I wanted to do during college was really touch on everything. Right, okay, so what is your favorite set that you've designed before? I think, wait, could you repeat that real quick? Your favorite set that you've like designed? Uh, it would have to be for, I can't remember the name of the play, but it was uh, about a classical musician. And it was essentially taking you through the process that he went through in writing uh, one of his pieces. And I wish for the life of me I could remember the name. But he the, essentially it was a, um, I made a music sheet, the entire set, and then uh, pages rain down in the background. Whoa. <laughs> That's so great. And then there was just um, a soul piano in the middle of the floor. But yeah, that was probably the, one of the most fun and like out there designs that I've been able to do. Oh my goodness. Well, I could see it. Hopefully, <laughs> maybe you can like email me the name so I can <laughs> watch no. it. What do you enjoy most about your career? I love the freedom that I've been given in my creativity and I love the community because I've moved around a lot and I found that no matter where I am, if I'm doing theater, I have a family. And I love the fact that there's a universal idea that you, if you're in theater, you already have your people. Most definitely, man, let me tell you, without like your theater buddies, it's just so weird because like no one really understands you because they're like, huh, that's strange. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is your process with coming up with designs? Uh, a lot of it is the work that I've done before even getting the design is I have Pinterest boards that are just full of costume inspiration. Uh, watching different shows and seeing what other designers are doing has really influenced me. But a lot of it and a lot of the way that I design is very abstract and I see how something feels. And then based off of that feeling, I let all of the work, the back work in the background that I've done inform the feeling. So I can say, oh, well, this designer when this person was sad wore this or this tragic character so i let that influence what i do oh, wow okay so question when you're setting doing a stage setup are you also doing a costume design for that one or sometimes is it just strictly setting up the stage or just strictly doing costume i actually do a lot of uh both so i would work in the costume shop like in high, uh, university I would work in the costume shop and then at night when rehearsals would be happening, I would be stage managing or designing. And so it's a lot of dual work trying to keep uh, my head straight with working on about a few productions and then having the one that I'm exclusively working on uh, during the nighttime or rehearsal periods. Okay, okay. Yeah, that, that's a lot of work, but <laughs> <laughs> it seems like fun. No, it is. It is. <laughs> what is the most difficult part about your job? It would have to be learning to let go of something mm -hmm. that you love, because 
I can get really attached to, like if I'm doing costume design, I can get really attached to something, but if the director doesn't like it, I have to cut it or I have to alter it to make it their vision. And with any sort of design or any work that I've done, I've really found that I can't, I can love things as much as I do, but I can't love them so much that it stops me from doing the work that I'm supposed to be doing. Okay, so how do you balance your creative thought with what the director wants? It's a lot of talking, a lot of almost negotiations where I try and understand where they're coming from and they understand where I'm coming from. And that's definitely, some directors are just, this is what I want, you're gonna make it, this is all of it. But the ones that give you a lot of freedom and the ones who want to foster a good creative environment but still get their point across. Those are the ones where the negotiations come into play and trying, I think the best part is just trying to understand other people and see it from their perspective. And that's the way that I, and just not being so attached is really what I've come to learn. And that's the simplest way to put it is I can't be attached to a design. So who inspires you? Hmm. I would have to say it's all of my friends because most of them are actors or other technicians and just getting to see the work that they do and how much they love wearing a costume I have or running around on a stage that one of my friends have been building for two months or just seeing how much other people love the work that costume designers and designers in general do that's really what inspires me because it's it can be very isolating sometimes working on art where a lot of times it's just internal but getting to see people after you've expressed it also enjoying it as much as you enjoy it that's the most inspiring thing for me oh, i love that and thank you for doing costume design because it's not easy and it's very mentally draining. I just think about like all this stuff that you have to do, like physically and mentally draining. <laughs> a lot. So thank you. Well, thank um, you. <laughs> of course. Um, how do you want to impact your community? I really want to create a space that people can come and not be afraid to try new things and experiment. Uh, not only theatrically, but artistically. And I would really just want to give people the opportunities to grow as I've been given. And I've not really been able to figure out how exactly to do that yet, but I have a lot of people that I've met over my life who are wanting to also do, have the same goal as me, where they just want to foster creativity. And I think that's one of my main goals is just giving people a space to do that. Oh, I, I love that, yes. Please, will you find a way, or you, any idea, let me know. Like, yes, I want to know, I love it. Okay, what is some advice you would give to someone wanting to be a costume designer or a backstage manager, anything? Um, I would say don't take a lot of things personally. It's not, no one's mad at you for 
you know, being who you are, they just have a certain amount of expectations that they know how they wanted them to be met. So that was one of the things I used to take a lot of things really personally. And if someone, if a director was irritated because when I was stage managing, he was irritated because a rehearsal wasn't going right. I couldn't blame myself and say, oh, I'm not running the rehearsal right. It's just, it's an off day and everyone's off. And you're allowed to feel off. Right, right. I like that. Thank you for saying that. Cause I feel like a lot of the times it's like, oh no, I've messed up. I can't do this wrong. And like, they feel terrible. It's like, but it's okay not to be okay in the moment. It's okay to make mistakes, even though half the time you feel like you made a mistake, it's not even your fault. Like you said, it's like you can't control them. So, and yeah, I, I like that. Okay. So how has COVID affected your career? Um, I graduated in the spring, so it really was, it limited it almost immediately. Um, I had different opportunities lined up to go, like there are theater, uh, tech theater conferences, and I was lined up to go to one of them. I was lined up to go to a national conference. Um, and then just applying for jobs in general, all of that went away almost overnight. And so luckily I was able to find one job over the summer, but now I'm home. And I think it's really turned my career on a different path because before it was, I can only be in a costume shop or I can only be in a theater and be successful. And now I'm realizing that I can do that on my own terms and in my own time. Oh, do you like that aspect of it? I really do actually. It's been surprising, but I worked on a commission for Dwan uh, for the, which is virtual, which is D hour that you guys just did. And then, yeah, that was me. That's the best? Mm -hmm. Okay. That was so beautiful, by the way. Let me Thank you so much. Yes. Oh, you did your thing. Okay. I try, I try. But after with that and with just a bunch of other opportunities with being home, I realized that oh, I can do commissions because uh, I've gotten a few other people since talking, like even just talking about that, people are like, oh, well, could you do this for me? And then I've also been able to put some energy into trying to make an online platform, which I probably wouldn't have done if I were working in a theater. So now it's given me a chance to really reach out and not, I guess not limit myself to a singular building. Right. And I love this because this kind of gives you a chance to be attached to your designs because mm -hmm. no one can tell you, no, I don't like that or remake that. I don't like how that, no, this is your designs, how you want it. And, and you can like sell, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm so excited to see what's to come for you. I really am. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm really excited too. It's definitely been a, never really knew where I was headed, but I could feel like a direction. And so I kind of just went with the feeling, like went, I went with the flow, I guess is a good way to put it. And really wonderful things have just come out of that. So I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. So my last question of the day, what have you been doing to stay positive during quarantine? It's been a lot of self work. Um, which has been hard to face because for a while I did 
the same things that I was doing beforehand, uh, before COVID. And I realized I was just keeping myself busy and I wasn't really working on myself. So it's been a lot of gardening, a lot of walking, uh, exercising and eating right and little things that they don't seem, they seem really insignificant to a point, but they're the things that make me the most happiest. And it's been, I love taking, like learning how to take care of myself has made me so happy. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> So I feel like it's super important to learning how to say, to take a step back and say, okay, let me work on myself because I can't keep eating into others if there's nothing left in me. So I like that reconstruction. Yes. We're rebuilding different things all the time. <laughs> you are actually rebuilding things, which is great. It works out. It works out. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here with me today. I've learned so much. I, I appreciate you. Thank you again. Thank you to any artist I'm so grateful for because it's like creativity is just what makes the world a little bit brighter. You know what oh. I mean? Well, thank you for being a lovely host. And it was great getting to chat with you. Thank you so much. Well, again, this was Live, Laugh, Love. Thank you so much again, Erin. And I hope you have a wonderful day. And until the next podcast.